You're listening to Generate a Life Well Lived podcast. I'm your friend and confidant, Erin Gray. I created this podcast to have a place where I could express and vulnerably share my insights with you regarding money, self-development, parenting, and travel. I hope you enjoy the journey where I share everything I know and am continuing to learn along the way as I honor my heart's desires while inspiring and encouraging you to do the same. Hey, hey, how are you? It's just me today, nobody that I'm interviewing, and I've been having so much fun. I want to say a couple of things. Number one, some of you have reached out to me and said that some of the interviews that I've had have been really impactful and have been very supportive and, yeah, I would say helpful. Um, And you've related to some of them. So I really appreciate you taking the time to reach out and to say those things because it's one thing to like know that you're on the right track and I don't believe in right or wrong, but like when you think about like, you have this sense, right? You have this intuition knowing, which is actually what this podcast is about today. Um, and then you get confirmation from the outside world. So I want to thank each and every one of you that have reached out and said, you know, that it's been helpful and that you've really gotten good tidbits from it. I also want to say, go back I mentioned on episode 35 or 36, or maybe I said it on both. I can't remember, but whenever I had Robert Hill on the podcast and we were talking about mini retirements and we were talking about, he and I both have a defined head in Ajna. During the interview, I said, don't hold me to it. I think it's around 10% of the population, but I just want to clarify and make a correction that it's actually 30% of the population have a defined head in Ajna. So if you have a defined head, you will automatically have a defined Ashna. And if you're like, what the heck are you talking about, Erin? It's totally okay. If it doesn't all make sense. And for those of you that are like really into human design, I'm incorrect. It was it was 30% of, of the population, not 10. I also want to ask if you listen to the podcast and you find value and you receive value from the podcast, would you mind leaving me a review if it feels good in your body, if it feels aligned? And then if you watch me on YouTube, if you aren't subscribed, same thing. If it feels good for you to subscribe, I would love it if you would do that. Okay. And the other thing that I want to say is I am always real, raw, and vulnerable with you guys. And I'm sure you can probably hear my lovely throat. Um, and I don't know what your beliefs are on, um, you know, repressing, suppressing, you know, having trapped emotions. I will put some of this information that I have for you if you want it in the show notes. Um, But I have had this, call it a coughing thing for the last, like probably hmm, come on and off for the, probably the last six weeks. And I've been doing a lot of releasing around it. It's been a lot around like, what can I say? What can I not say? Um, So lots of trapped emotions around that. And so um, if you're interesting, interested in learning more about that, I'll be happy to put that. I'll put it all in the the show notes, the links and the things, books um, that I have read uh, in regards to that. Okay. So let's dive into what this podcast is actually about today is, you know, when I think about like, what do I want my message to be for the world? It is to empower people to come back home to themselves, right? To obviously I love talking about money and I think money is is a subject that we are disempowered with, but ultimately is to be empowered again, right? To, to trust ourselves again. When I say return home to ourselves, what I mean is like 
that we in our body, we trust ourselves more than we trust anything or anyone else outside of us. So it's going to be a little bit about human design today, a little bit about business and like all about trusting ourselves um, on the podcast today. So I was this last week, I was in this group of content creators and podcasters. And it was fascinating to me to watch these people that were in the group outsource their power to the people that were leading this group. Now we, we, I know that this happens, but to see it at a level of seven and eight figure business owners was mind boggling to me. Um, I think that, and I say this with money, but I think that we have been taught, you know, in business to outsource our power to our coaches, our mentors, right? It's one thing to ask for advice. If you run it through the lens of your authority, meaning your decision-making, it's another to ask advice and then to just run with it. And this is what I see a lot of people do. So I just say that to say, First and foremost, like this is why human design is so, I think, valuable and has been so important in my life and the people that are around me and the people that I've coached. And just like my message, I want to incorporate human design because when we know our type, right? Like whether we're a manifester or manifesting generator or a generator or projector or reflector, right? That's our our type. And then we know, which then goes with our authority, right? Like, so I'm a generator. I'm meant to respond, right? Most of my life, I acted like a manifester, right? I would go out and I would initiate. And then I would wonder, why am I so frustrated all the time? Because that's not actually how I'm supposed to, to move through the world. So as a generator for myself, right? I am meant to respond. And I'm also meant, my authority is how we make decisions. My authority is I am supposed to ride my wave, right? The Western society has not allowed us, half of us, I believe, um, make our decisions, right, through riding our emotional wave. And when we don't give ourselves the time, when we don't allow ourselves to have the freedom to, to ride that wave, to feel what it feels like in our bodies, we make decisions that aren't probably the best for us, right? So I want to talk about a book that I read. It was last summer um, by a mentor coach that that she wrote, Danielle Gardner. She goes by Danny, I believe. But it's called The Quiet Marketing Book. But the, first of all, it was a super short read, which I I love. How many times do you get a book and it's like 200, 300 pages, right? At least for this girl that has a defined head in Ajna, it's just like, it takes me out of my body and back into my head. Full disclosure, I like have been having coughing attacks and I'm having to pause and then I'll edit this out. So it was like an exhale to me in my body when I read this. First and foremost, I'm just going to highlight just a couple of things that I found really helpful. Like the whole entire book was great. And I'll put that information in the show notes. But the things that I want to drive home today, after seeing what I saw over the last five days 
and then also just in other groups that I'm in is learning your strategy and authority. And if you don't know, or you don't have your human design chart, you're welcome to go over to my website. I'll put the link in the show notes and you can get your chart. Understanding what this actually looks like in real life, right? Like I always say, we learn things in theory, but we have to be willing to experiment with them in real life. I had had years and years and years of evidence of creating my life the opposite of the way, I guess you would say a generator would, would, would make sense or would feel good to a generator, right? Now, I didn't feel good in my body when I was doing that. So my brain wanted to hold on to like, yeah, but it worked this way. And I had to be willing and to have courage and to let go of the old way that I had created my life to learn a new way and be able to experiment with this way. And obviously I'm still experimenting, right? Um, but, but allowing that the letting go, like sometimes our, our ego mind wants to hold on so hard to the way we used to be because we have so much evidence. And I'm putting in air quotes for those of you listening that it worked, right? And we say it worked, like what my mind would tell me is like, but you made a lot of money doing it this way. And in my body, I didn't feel good, right? Like I wasn't having a lot of fun in my life. I was frustrated. I was overwhelmed and I was burnt out a lot, right? Versus the new way that I'm experimenting with of like having fun, being in flow, letting things come to me, all of that kind of stuff. So first and foremost, I would say like learning what, number one, what is your strategy and authority? And then actually embodying it, right? Like what does that feel like in your body? to honor what your strategy. And when I say authority, that's really like your decision-making. So the other thing that she talks about is reducing outputs to allow for more inputs. We live in such a fast-paced consumer consumption, more, more, more society, right? It's like counterintuitive or it goes against what we've been taught. But I want to encourage each of you to really limit who do you receive your information from and really paring that down. We get information from so many people. And we, a lot of times, those people we receive information from can sometimes give us conflicting information, right? Because we have to look at it from the lens that we are always receiving information from their lens, from their perspective, from their their vibration, from their consciousness, right? So really minimize who are you learning from? Who are you listening to on podcasts, right? Who are you watching on YouTube? Like really kind of pare down so that number one, you minimize the amount of people that you're listening. And then also you actually minimize the amount that you're actually receiving, right? Are you having more outputs than you are inputs? And I don't necessarily mean just work, right? When I say creating, creating is creating more space, creating is playing more, creating is, you know, making more dinners, creating is getting rid of stuff in your house to allow for more space. Like there's so many ways that we can create that isn't necessarily tied to our business. 
And also, you know, from a business perspective, are you creating more than you're actually taking in? The next one that she talked about was giving yourself lots of space and time. I was actually on the phone with an owner of this AI company and they had asked for feedback and I lovingly gave them feedback, right? I gave them the things that I really liked and I gave them the things that I was like, this is where you're dropping the ball. And when she got on the phone with me, she said, I know you're really busy and I really appreciate you taking the time to meet with me. And I said, I'm never busy. I said, I used to be that person that was super busy. I'm like, but I'm never busy now. Anything that goes on my calendar is because I want it to be on my calendar. Not because I have to, not because I think I should, none of it, right? Like this has been years in the making, obviously, that I have changed the way that I look at my calendar and my time. But here we go back to being in this Western society, this culture of like, we're so busy and this idea of like busyness equals importance. And I call like BS on all of it, right? Like, so give yourself lots of space and time. What does that look like? For me, it looks like having uh, larger time blocks for meetings and having space in between. You know, I've, I've done some meet and greets, if you want to call it, or, you know, connected with some other people and they've only allowed for 30 minutes. And they're like, can we have another meeting? Because I only allowed for 30 minutes. I'm like, why don't you just allow for an hour and then give yourself 15 minutes to have some space in between of your next call? So what does space and time look like for you? You know, what does, you know, giving yourself lots of space and time look like? I, I look at this from a decision-making, um, you know, some of us will make decisions in the now just based on how your authority is. But for those of us that need to ride our wave, like me giving myself plenty of time, like weeks, Sometimes to make a decision, months, depending on how um, big or impactful the decision is, but giving yourself lots of space and time. Minimizing digital distractions, like this kind of comes back to like reducing your inputs to increase your outputs. But, you know, the book um, I have that it's called, I think it's called Stolen Focus. I can put that in there as well. I'm not advocating you read the books. We have plenty of things to do or to, you know, distract us, but like in the book, Stolen Focus, they talk about how Instagram and Facebook is actually meant to keep us on there, right? That platform. So choosing when do you want to be on social media, if you even want to be on social media, um, and just really focusing on the things that are really important to you. I know for a long time, I would just wake up and I would check my Instagram and I don't do that anymore. And so it, it has been a training, right? It has been a practice of me stopping that behavior and that habit and, you know, how impactful it has been. So, um, I have two more do less things better. So here we go back to the society, right? Like we're taught to do more, do more. Like when you are, I'm sure you've heard the saying, like when you are everywhere, you are nowhere, right? So what are the top two or three things that you really love to do? Going back to your strategy and authority. What are the things that you love doing? And then really focusing on those things versus all of the outside noise. Like someone the other day was telling me that I needed to have a freebie. And I'm like, first of all, it's not free when you say 
hey, it's a freebie, but then, oh, by the way, give me your email address. I'm like, not free. Free slash gift is I give it to you and I have no expectation in returns. Number one. Number two, we don't need more free things. We don't need more things to consume. We actually need less, which goes back to like, do less things better, right? We need less things. We don't need more. And for me, what I had to do was like actually list all of the things I've been told about business and like do like going back to my strategy and authority. Do I want to do this? For me, it was like a sacral, uh-huh, uh-huh, like a push pull in my body. And really listening, like, do I actually want to run my business this way? So, you know, figuring out what are the things that you love doing and what are you really good at? And then focusing on those and letting the other ones fall away. And then I would say the biggest thing along with your strategy and authority is like trusting yourself and your ideas, especially when they go against what mainstream is saying. This has been a big one for me because business and money, I have been highly conditioned in that area. Not to say that I haven't been conditioned in other areas, right? But like, if you were to look at my life, the way that I parent or the way that I, my marriage is, or most of the things that don't have to do with business and money, I pretty much do it my way. And I've never been one to pay attention to what other people say, um, in that regard. And, um, but, but with money and business, that has been something that I've been highly conditioned in. So I think, you know, when I first started my coaching practice in 2019, looking outside of myself and seeing the way everyone else has done it, and then trying to do it that way, right? Which here we go back to your following your strategy and authority, right? Like it was, I was getting burnt out because it wasn't authentic to who I am and how I want to build my business, right? So there have been ideas that I have, there have been, um, yeah, ideas that I have that most people haven't, aren't doing in their business. And before I would have questioned it. And now because the relationship that I have with myself is so solid, I trust my ideas. I trust like my inner knowing. And I think that like, if you take anything away from this podcast, this episode is like really honoring what does your intuition, what does your knowing tell you and going off of that and like building up the evidence that every time you do and you follow your strategy and authority, you follow your intuition, it works out, right? Like building that evidence list, because I think so many of us have a list of the opposite, right? And so I really just want to encourage you to one, know what your, you know, strategy and authority, like type strategy and authority, really learn to embody it. What does that feel like in your body? And obviously I, I'm telling you this from a very 30,000 foot view, right? Like there's lots of deconditioning that has to happen. There's lot, there's lots of things that need to occur. And also I want you to treat like your strategy and authority, like your North star, like always coming back to yourself. And I still, right. I still do this. Like someone said something to me the other day and I was like, wait a second. And I almost was like going off on the path. I'm like, wait, you didn't even ask yourself, do you want to do that? And then I got an, uh, uh-uh. and I'm like, I'm not doing it. I'm not changing it. Right. So really trusting yourself, building up that muscle that you have that self-trust between you and yourself and just like putting your blinders on and doing the things that light you up, that feel good in your body. And 
you know, that, that the way that you make decisions. So I'll put all of this information about trapped emotions and, you know, our relationship with emotions and our, and our health and our well-being in the show notes. I'll also put Danielle's book in the, in the show notes. And then, yeah, I would love it if, you know, you've got any comments you want me to talk about specific things. I would love to hear from you. And as always, until next time. If you want support as you unpack your money beliefs so that you can start having fun with money and enjoy all that you have created, you can head over to my website to schedule a call. And as always, from my soul to yours.